the fact that membership or that in this case, you know, proof of attendance. But if you think of it as a, you know, I'm a, a member of the club who went to, um, you know, WordCamp Philly in 2022, you are a member of that club and any site, any project, any system that integrates unlock can prove that you're a member or check to see if you're a member of that. So it can be a woo site and give, you know, discounts to someone. It can be a discord server. It could be some other event. And what happens is when the membership itself is held by the member, when literally held by the member, instead of being managed by any one central site, when you do that 180 degree flip, all of a sudden you have all this interoperability that just you couldn't do because every one of those sites would have needed to figure out how to integrate using APIs to whatever the system of record is and all of that complexity goes away. Hey, Bob WP here. Welcome to Do the Woo, the WooCommerce Builder Podcast, episode 197. This show is brought to you by GoDaddy, where you can manage your client sites with their powerful hub, and Yith, giving you a variety of powerful WooCommerce plugins to fit just about any need you may have with your next client site build. But let's get into the show. Join Brad Williams and myself as we take a step into the world of blockchains, NFTs, WooCommerce, and membership sites. Hey, Bob WP, I'm here, do the woo, and I'm wooing with the one and only Brad Williams. Brad, how you doing? I'm doing great. It's February. I saw uh, a meme that said January was the longest year yet this year, so I'm glad it's February. <laughs> it was a long month. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. kind of was. Now we have a short month. So they say, you know, I mean, we'll see how it feels. Coming technically, it's short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> short in days, but we'll see. Either way, it's good to be here. It's good to be here. Happy to excited about the topic today. It's going to be a fun one. Yeah, it's something that I know you, you have a, a bit of interest in. So I think, um, you know, it's going to be a, a good conversation. Uh, why don't you lead into that and, you know, talk about what you like to do when you're not WordPress and, and who the guest is. <laughs> That's a good question. What do I like to do when I'm not WordPressing? Um, but let's get into it. So today we have a really excellent guest, a friend of mine. We've known each other for a, a long time, probably, I don't know, 10 years or so. Uh, Christopher Carfee. How's it going, Chris? It is going very well, Brad, and good to see you, Bob, as well. We're excited to have you on the show. Like I said, it's been a number of years, and uh, uh, you're... Uh, your path and, and different things that you worked on has, you know, changed a little bit. Now you're in some real kind of future tech stuff, some things that, you know, I'm excited to dig into because I've been kind of experimenting in the world of Web3 and blockchain and NFTs. And I know a lot of other people are out there and I'm sure there's people listening that have no idea what we're, this, what this world is, but I can promise they probably at least heard the term NFT or blockchain or crypto. Maybe they've even muted them on Twitter because it's almost like everywhere you look in here these days, but we're going to be digging into the uh, interesting space of Web3 and obviously bringing that back into WordPress and WooCommerce and what that looks like. But you're actually um, working with a company. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? That is really kind of 
bit of the tip of the spear in terms of Web3 and the WordPress space. Yeah, so you know, sort of a, a circuitous route to get here have been with a number of different startups, was with uh, GoDaddy, working on the GoDaddy Pro program for a bunch of years. Um, and then uh, earlier in 2021, connected up with a project called Unlock Protocol, which is both a company and an open source project that's focusing on how uh, Web3 NFTs more as a technology than as sort of the, you know, the art type buzz phrase can be used for doing really, really interesting things in particular around membership. So, you know, seem that I was, you know, sort of drifting away from the, the WordPress space a little bit and, you know, they just keep dragging me back in. Exactly. (laughs) And, uh, one of the things that we have now is a, a WordPress that area, a plugin that just went live in the, the WordPress plugin repo, uh, late December that actually lets somebody use NFTs to set up memberships on a, you know, standard run of the mill WordPress site, which is, is kind of cool. It's very cool. So let's, let's take a bit of a step back just quickly so that, you know, our audience, and I say that in quotes, cause I'm really talking about Bob. We can fill Bob in on what what is the world of Web three. Web three can mean a lot of things. Uh, it's kind of a somewhat loosely defined. I guess it depends who you talk to. But at the heart of what we're talking about here is blockchain technology, right? And how blockchain integrates with different services. WordPress being one of them. So why don't, if you could, just a quick overview for someone that maybe doesn't really understand this at all or hasn't heard of it. What is blockchain and Web three, and then maybe lead that into NFTs and what does it all really mean? Totally. So, you know, there is a new-ish technology that's been out for a few years at this point, uh, all around blockchains. If you zoom way out, you can think of a blockchain as a big shared database that we can all read to, we can all write to, we can all access that is out there and shared publicly. So instead of every organization or every project having its own uh, SQL Server install. There is this big shared blockchain database in the sky that anyone can access. And there have been a number of different ways that folks have been using that. It originally started, you know, with things like Bitcoin back in, you know, the early 2010s, thereabouts. Um, there was a, a new aspect of it called Ethereum that started in, you know, probably, you know, five-ish years ago or so. And now we're starting to see some really interesting use cases come up. When we, um, when we hear the term Web3, it is frankly, you know, still kind of nebulous at this point. One of the, the better descriptions I've seen is if we think of the, the last three waves of web stuff, Web1 was you could read stuff that was on the web and web two is you could read and write stuff to the web. And that's where, you know, we started with the early, early blog things in, you know, the early two thousands and then got into some of the social media space and things like that. Um, fundamental technologies like RSS came out of that as well, which without, you know, RSS podcasts wouldn't exist, which is kind of cool. Um, and now we're getting to an idea of web three, which is you can read, you can write, and the actual users of the system can get some 
ownership at some level in the systems themselves, either you know, directly through various cryptocurrency or having the ability to have some voting aspect and some voting rights and some governance in various projects in the in the open source side of things. And we see a lot of things and there's a whole buzzword soup around NFTs and DAOs, which is a DAO, Distributed Autonomous Organization, um, and the like, or Decentralized Autonomous Organization, I've heard it used as well. So um, lots of different things, but really, you know, I think at its core, um, big database, big shared ledger that anyone can access and write to. And there are models and projects and opportunities now where people can actually get some of their own uh, ownership in various incarnations into that infrastructure. Yeah. And I think that, you know, at least from my perspective, and I think many of us in the WordPress space specifically, the, the open source nature of what we are drawn to around WordPress and Woo and, and some of the other products uh, really lends itself very well to things like blockchain. Like you said, it's an open ledger. Blockchain is a, essentially an open database of sorts um, that, you know, we can all use. And we can all benefit from in a sense, right? So I think it naturally just in that very simplistic way of stating it is like, yeah, that sounds interesting. I like open source. I like, you know, helping others. I like others helping me. <laughs> you know, I like, I definitely like it better than proprietary. And that was, I think, one of the initial reasons why I got somewhat interested to see what is this blockchain stuff everybody's talking about. Um, of course, now one of the newer uh kind of use cases of blockchain that has really taken off is the world of NFTs. And it is, uh, I feel like you either get it or you hate it <laughs> like with NFTs right now. You either understand it or you hate it. It's, there's no middleman. <laughs> yeah, there indeed. Yeah. There, yeah, there is not a lot of I'm kind of meh. It's just not, not out there. It's yeah, right. you, it's definitely. It's, yeah. So we explain to people what, what is, what is an NFT? What is NFTs just at a base level? Like what is this thing that has people all fired up one way or the other? Yeah. So it's interesting. Um, the same thing, depending on how you look at it, you can view in a bunch of different ways at its core. Um, so I'm just going to think of this from the pure technical side of things. NFT is a, you know, it's an entry in that shared ledger. It is at its core, a, you don't think of it as a certificate of authenticity or a certificate of ownership for something. And that is what the, the underlying technology is. NFTs as concept have been around for a few years at this point, um, Unlock, which we'll, you know, we'll talk about a little bit later, has been around since 2018 or 2019 at this point and using NFTs in this original sort of fundamental technical utility manner. Now, what got all hyped were NFTs. They're again, you know, certificates of authenticity. If you hold one of these tokens, you can be viewed as the owner of something. Um, and it's not really the thing itself. It's the thing that shows that you own the thing. And people started using them for art. So there were a couple of projects a couple of years ago that came out, uh, one called CryptoPunks, uh, which was one of the, the very first one. CryptoKitties was another one. This was in you know 2017-ish or so. And people started realizing that you can use 
NFTs to represent ownership of a piece of digital art. What's happened over the last year is really taking off in the beginning of 2021, this concept of, ooh, you know, we can have verifiable ownership of these particular digital assets completely blew up. And so we saw huge spikes in um, projects where pieces of art were going for millions and millions of dollars and people are starting to really connect their online identity in some ways to these digital representations. Sometimes they're from a a set of similar looking pieces of art, you know, almost cartoonish in, in some way. And people are using them as their, their avatars. And we're starting to get these really interesting second order effects where not only are you an owner, you know, you're, you're a participant in this, this NFT or NFT art space, which again is just one use case of, of NFTs, but you also are sort of part of this group and this community, either of NFT owners in general, or one of the you know, thousand or 10,000 people who are involved in a particular project. Now you've been, you've been involved in a couple of projects, haven't you, Brett? I have. Yeah. I got into NFTs about a year ago. Um, it was around February, March. Um, Chris Wallace, um, who's now a full into NFTs at the time he was at 10 up. Um, and we were friends and we chat and I noticed he started to get into NFTs and I was curious. So he gave me the rundown and, um, yeah, I was definitely drawn to it cause it's interesting. So I've been, I've been dabbling in NFTs. I've been collecting them. And I think that's, that's the one hot topic that people latch onto around NFTs is what you touched on the, or I guess what they're missing is a piece that you touched on, which is the digital ownership. Cause that's really what it comes down to, right? Is yeah, right now the, the, the hotness, the thing that everyone's getting drawn to because it's kind of the quick and easy thing to get into is the digital art side of it. Um, but the idea of being able to have digital ownership over it, potentially anything, you know, is like almost mind blown when you start to think about what that could mean, like digital ownership, maybe of your house or your cars or your physical goods or of literally anything that you own could be proven on a digital ledger. And I think that is where it really starts to open up the mind of how revolutionary this could be in terms of how we, you know, own stuff and how we prove that we own things beyond just a JPEG. Cause everyone's like, ah, oh, I right click save. Now I own it. It's like, great. Now go sell it. Right. And how much you're going to get out of that yep. versus what I'm going to get out of it when I show that I actually own it on the ledger. And that's what I'm selling is that proof of ownership, not the JPEG. There's a million ways to steal stuff online, you know, but to prove you've actually own it is where it gets very interesting. And this is where or certainly at least one of the areas of the unlock protocol comes into play, right? It's kind of taking this idea of digital ownership and interacting with it and bringing it to WordPress. Um, so let's talk about, let's talk about that a little bit, the unlock protocol. Yeah. I mean, I'd even turn it a couple of degrees from there and um, spin it to digital membership. And, you know, we talk in the the web three space and in the crypto space a lot about, wallets. And if you open up your wallet and look what's in there, yeah, you know, we think, oh, that's where we put our cash. That's where we put our money. The, the the cash that you have folded up in your wallet, if you have any these days, is probably not what you're really using your wallet for. Most of the things that you have in there, those little cards that you have, are probably membership cards to 
a thing. They might be to a gym. Um, they might be to a club. They might be to, um, you know, Blockbuster when, you know, when that was a thing. Um, and what it might unlock- just be a Blockbuster. <laughs> That's quite an example. <laughs> exactly. So if you have a Blockbuster membership card in your wallet, you need to clean out your wallet. <laughs> exactly. Um, the, uh, the interesting thing about what Unlock is doing is it is, um, so A, open source, and B, protocol. And what we mean by protocol is it is something that if somebody wants to build Web3 based memberships into their project, they can do that. Again, it's an open source project. And so, you know, what we're trying to do is provide this really interesting level of interoperability for membership. And what this means is if you have a membership token, a membership NFT for a particular community, then it's very easy for any site or service that implements the unlock protocol to know if you are currently a member of that site or of that community. And it's just checking your wallet, basically, right? I log in, I authenticate my wallet, and it says, hey, Brad has this NFT token. Come on in. You, you know, that's exactly it. And so I love it. You know, we're seeing, you know, the, the coolest, there, there are two very cool examples we saw spin up this week. Um, one was, uh, a crypto based community that's run by a person on Twitter who goes by the handle of croissant. Uh, I think their, uh, I think their Twitter handle is, uh, croissant ETH. Uh, and if you go there, they've got this site called bakery at bakery.fyi. And it's all about their learnings and findings and the like of what they're seeing in the, in the crypto space. And they have set up their site as a membership site. They happen to be using the WordPress plugin. And the way Unlock works for WordPress in general is it is represented in this case. We've taken the underlying protocol, connected it into a Gutenberg block. And if you install the Unlock plugin, you just have a new block in your little tray on the side and you can drop in a block that you can nest other content blocks into. It literally takes about 15 seconds to configure that block, to look for what we call a lock um, or configure that block as a, as a lock. And then if you have the membership NFT, um, when that page is rendered, when somebody visits the site. And so when you grab one of those, those memberships, you are a member of that site for whatever the duration of the membership is. And you can get access to that, uh, to that content. Yeah. I can see a world where in the not too distant future, maybe even this year where if attending a word camp, you actually all attendees get an NFT. You know, the word camp has a really nice professionally made NFT token. Every attendee gets one. What's your wallet address when you check in or when you register, maybe speakers get a special one volunteers, organizers, you know, and then over time, obviously you can have all the proof and all the the history of the events you've attended right within your wallet. Um, but that really starts to open the doors because then membership sites or even uh, WooCommerce sites, or whatever could integrate and say, Hey, if you attended this WordCamp, and I say attended by quotes, if you have this NFT, <laughs> however you got it, you might've bought it from somebody that attended, you know, that's how things they can get sold. Right. But if you have this, if you attend a WordCamp, you can come over to our site, maybe get a free membership, maybe get 
a free whatever, 30 days, maybe you get 10% off all your orders. Like there's things you could do and you can validate they have this NFT. Now we can unlock some special things for this for this user. And that to me is just that's where my mind starts to blow a little bit and think this is like this is gonna be this is gonna change the landscape of how the internet works. And whether you're into NFTs or not, whether you think they're stupid or not, ultimately you're gonna end up interacting with NFTs in some capacity in the very near future. Like I we're not that far away from it, right? So it's exciting. Like that type of stuff is great. Yeah. And the 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 wild thing that happens is A, everything you just mentioned, we're already seeing this. So a number of the um Ethereum conferences are starting to use NFT ticketing. We've had a number that have used Unlock Protocol to manage that because it's it's very cool. When it's in your wallet, it can also be represented as QR code, and you know you can scan and know if that NFT has been used and such. But the fact that that membership, or that in this case, you know, proof of attendance, but if you think of it as a you know I'm a, a member of the club who went to um, you know WordCamp Philly in 2022 you are a member of that club and any site any project any system that integrates unlock can prove that you're a member or check to see if you're a member of that so it can be a woo site and give you know discounts to someone it can be a discord server it could be some other event and what happens is when the membership itself is held by the member, when literally held by the member, instead of being managed by any one central site, all of a sudden, when you do that 180 degree flip, all of a sudden you have all this interoperability that just you couldn't do because every one of those sites would have needed to figure out how to integrate using APIs to whatever the system of record is. And all of that complexity goes away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just isn't feasible or scalable at that rate. So this really opens the doors. I mean, I have proof of all the conferences I've been to in a box right next to me, just full of lanyards. Yep. Which are, once you leave an event, it's like, yeah, it's kind of neat to hold on to. But then, I mean, you know, you've been to, both of you have been in tons of events like me. You probably have the same box in your house or you're hanging on the wall. And it's like, yeah, it's like, that's cool for me, I guess. But yeah, you throw it away. Then I just moved and I'm like, look at this box. Like, do I take this with me? Like, I hate to toss it, but. Like if all that was digital, I could care less if I had a physical thing around my neck, right? Just put it in my wallet and away we go, you know? So I think that's, I think that's got to really change the event landscape pretty quickly because look at the, uh, uh, WordCamp was at us, uh, this past fall. Um, obviously it was virtual for obvious reasons to keep things safe, but then it was like, Hey, if you want to wapoo, it's like $50 or something to get it shipped to you. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm just thinking, man, there's a solution right in front of us. And it doesn't involve shipping WAPUs, you know, through the mail. Exactly. Make an amazing, like unique, you know, WAPU just for that event and give it to everybody that registered, you know, and then they get their cool digital WAPU, take it to the metaverse, maybe down the road and run around as WAPU, whatever. But there's like even more creative solutions than, and you you can't see if, if you're listening, but you guys see on video, I have some WAPUs behind me, like the stuffed ones. It's like. Yes, those are neat, but I would much rather have a, something digital that I can have out there and show, hey, yeah, this is what I have. These are the places I've been. Hey, everyone, Bob WP dropping into the show for a short break to tell you more about our two pod friends and to thank them for their amazing support. Staying on top of things, what about managing all those client projects in one place? 
The GoDaddy Pro Hub does just that, and it's free. From a single dashboard, you will have control over your client sites, products, and projects in one seamless experience. Save time on repetitive site maintenance tasks. Access all your client accounts with a single sign-on. And use tools that improve client collaboration. And top that off with priority support and it's the all-in-one hub. Learn all about it by simply going to dothewoo.io slash hub. Yith has been developing and selling WooCommerce plugins since 2015 with more than 2.3 million activations. As a Woo builder, you can count on a single framework that gives you reassurance of multiple plugin compatibility. With plugins for dynamic pricing, memberships, wishlists, gift cards, and multi-currency, just to name a few, they will have you covered for just about any WooShop build. And lastly, their plugins have full compatibility with Gutenberg, Elementor, and all the popular page builders and themes. Check out Yith and their commitment to the greater WordPress and Woo community as well as their loyal customers at yiththemes.com. Make sure and check out both of these pod friends. And now let's get back to the show. And I, I'm, I'm thinking about this. Of course, I'm totally naive on all this, and but it intrigues me. And I am the May person. You know, I'm that small because I'm not jumping around against the walls excited about NFTs, but I don't say they suck either. So, um, you know, I, I am that middle person who's intrigued, but... You're the one. <laughs> yeah, you're that the middle person yeah, i'm the one person in the world and th- that's that's me that's just explains a lot about me but um so uh, i'm gonna segue into woocommerce but i want to do it in a, a way that i'm trying to clarify what i'm hearing at the same time um so when you're doing this and using your plugin is the purpose of it more to and and this is going to be a strange way of wording it maybe, but let's say you start a WooCommerce subscription and you're doing some kind of a clubbish thing, who knows what, and you may be selling things. So it's not so much saying that this particular plugin or you're using blockchain or NFTs or anything to base your entire membership, you know, membership model around maybe even how I know that it monetizes, but, you know, payment to get into it. It's also that fact that you're adding almost, I don't want to say rewards, but you're adding other great stuff that can be accessed via the blockchain that could not normally be. And that is part of your membership, but it doesn't necessarily have to be entirely wrapped around it it could be like if i join a membership and i say oh i'm at brad's you know whatever membership site and brad has these really cool things on the blockchain that i can do then he has this other cool stuff that i can actually buy and have shipped to me and that's the beauty of it i can say hey yeah i you know or i don't really care about the blockchain right now i'm gonna figure that out later or something because all this other stuff is groovy but that other enticement there as another layer to it. Is that kind of what you're looking at? Yeah. I mean, technically what's going on in the WordPress world with the plugin is what we've done is we've connected up 
the fact that you have one of these NFTs in your wallet, or we check to see if you have one of these NFTs in your wallet. And if you do, when you're first signing up for the site, it basically creates a WordPress user of a certain class um, using all of the regular WordPress stuff. So in the way the plugin works right now, you come in and if somebody signs up using Unlock, first, the cool thing is they can pay if there is a a paid membership through a whole raft of different crypto ones. Um, We also support credit card gateway as well. So you don't even have to know you're using any of the blockchain stuff and it works the exact same way. But what happens is in the version of the plugin that's in the, the repo right now, we just create a subscriber role the same way everybody has created subscriber roles for you know the past 15 years. And we just map and bind that particular WordPress user. And we say, oh, okay, they are associated with this particular crypto wallet. For Woo, if you had, say, a group called Premium, you could do the same sort of thing. And when somebody came in, they could sign up for their premium subscription, but in or premium membership. And I want to I want to get into the intricacies that are blockchain specific between memberships and subscriptions because there are some really interesting things in there. But you get put in that premium membership group, and from a WordPress perspective, from a Woo perspective, you're just a premium user at that point. But the fact that you have that NFT, it can be again portable to other places. And for example. You have, Bob, your awesome Woo site that somebody is a member to. Brad, you could choose, hey, I want to accept you know, Bob's members over and give them discounts on my site as well. You could totally, you could totally set that up. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like how it's decentralized like that. It's like you can, yeah, it's you're not attached to, oh, well, I got this NFT from this one space, and that's the only space I could ever actually use that. That's that's not actually true. You know, I could say, hey, if you have a bored ape, which is like one of the most popular ones or a crypto punk, you can come in and get a free membership. Like I'm not attached to those projects at all. I don't I don't own one. I wish I did. But uh, but I could still validate that. Yes, they have one. Come on in. You get the bored ape status and, you know, right up to the to the VIP level, you know. So the fact that it isn't just like you're attached to it, you can you can just interact with it however you want because it's a public ledger. Exactly. So essentially anybody can query it in the ways that you query it. I'm simplifying it, but you could query it and say, do they have this? Yes or no? doesn't matter where they got it. Do they have this? Yes or no? Maybe it does matter where they got it. And you could check that too. Did they, are they the ones that received this or did they buy it off somebody and now it's the third owner? Uh, it's only original owners. Like you could check some of this stuff, you know? Um, so it's pretty, you know, it's funny. It reminds me, I don't know if you guys ever watched Frasier, the show Frasier. Like there was an episode where him and his brother Niles joined this. Out. That was that was when they had blockbusters, right? Yeah, exactly. When they had blockbusters, they joined this elite spa, right? They go into the spa. They're loving it, blah, blah, blah. Then they see a guy walk through a, a locked door and they're like, what is that? Oh, that, well, that's the next tier up. And they're like, wait a minute. There's a, there's a, there's a higher tier than when we're at. So they, they, I don't know, the whole episode is them getting up to the next higher tier, which they finally do. Then they find another locked door and they're like, we have to get into that door. Whatever's behind that is the VIP of the VIP. And they finally get through that door and they're like, they basically lock themselves outside on the roof because it's nothing. It's just a locked door. So, <laughs> yep. yeah, I guess there, there is a story to be had there, or a, a moral yep. the story, but it always reminds me to talk different membership levels. I'm always thinking about, I got to get to the next level. What do I need? 
Yeah, exactly. And this and the, this this membership versus subscription is a super interesting thing. Um, membership is sort of state of the art and state of the technology right now. And Unlock's doing a fairly unique thing. Most of the other projects that are out there, and I haven't seen, I don't know if I've seen any other ones that think about time-based memberships as well. Normally is if you have a particular NFT, then you have it. And if you don't, you don't. And one of the things that Unlock built into the protocol is this idea of time binding things. So you can be a member for a day, a week, a month, a year, you know, a hundred years in perpetuity, what, what have you. And that is a awesome thing for memberships. And again, we see, you know, hundreds of, of projects out there that are doing that sort of thing. Subscriptions are a really interesting thing in the blockchain space because a subscription is effectively a an automatically renewing payment for a membership and the way the crypto monetary if you will you know interactions go is you say i want to do this thing it asks you for permission you say yep in my wallet and then your wallet you know transfers some some funds or some coins or what have you a subscription implies you are pre-approving future transactions against a wallet which is not something that is really done today and so we are we unlock are working on some mechanisms and you know on our roadmap for near future, you know, Q1, H1 this year, um, we are going to be trying to crack the code on how to be able to do not just memberships, which we have down cold, but also subscriptions using Unlock, which will be, um, you know, not anything that we have seen anyone else doing. And again, we're, you know, we're doing it out in the open, we're doing it as an open source project, so anybody will be able to take that and build that into what they're doing. Which I think for you know, Woo um, builders who are both doing memberships and subscriptions um, is going to be super super interesting. So you could you essentially, and this is drawing something in, and again I'm talking out of the, the side of my mouth because I don't under you know I'm I'm just listening to what you're saying, and I'm thinking with subscriptions so. I don't know if this is something that would be involved with what you're working on, but let's say, could it be possible if you went and joined um, Brad's membership for a year, could he essentially when if it's a subscription, you know, okay, you join a year and then you renew the next year could now or in the future, could he essentially say, Hey, you know, you've dropped my membership, but I would like you to still be in the blockchain of my membership forever and ever because i don't know i just think you're a great person that's why or whatever the reason is but it, would that be possible 100 percent. yeah there are there are interesting so once you know once you have one of these tokens once you have one of these nfts um it's in your wallet forever the the way the unlock one works is we have some metadata associated with them that says you know it's valid starting here it is valid until this date but past that date you still have it it's just like having the expired um gym membership 
physical card in your wallet. You still have the thing, but if anybody checks it, it's like, uh, yeah, Brad, you haven't been to the gym since 2019 and this is kind of expired. Um, but you still have it and it's, it's analogous to that, but Brad could either choose to, you know, still accept that thing. Um, there are other ways that people can get these NFTs as well. So you can purchase them. Sure. Uh, there's a concept of airdropping, which is I just send one to your wallet or I send one to Brad's wallet and then they have, so he could, you know, have the, you know, the emeritus or the alumni membership level and airdrop them things. We're starting to see some very, very cool things as well using that concept um, bundled and connected to other things. So our founder, uh, Julian, his blog, he has memberships on there using Unlock to illustrate how the technology works. And he has a thing set up that if you follow him on Twitter, um, you can click a link go to basically a Twitter auth page, just like the ones that we've been using for, you know, for the last 10, 12 years. And if you authorize on Twitter for, you know, his, basically his blog to check, um, he will, there's, there's an automated process that gives you a membership that sends you an NFT for his site for, you know, it's like 30 minutes, a, a trial or things like that. So we could see use cases where, you know, you go to a New York times article, um, I just hit the paywall, Err, but I really wanted to read this article and New York times might say, cool, you don't have to pay the you know 15 bucks a month. If you just want this one article right now, go follow us on Twitter and click this link and we'll drop you a thing for the next 30 minutes that gives you access either to the whole site or just to this area. And again, this, the fact that all of this is decentralized enables these use cases that we have just not been able to do before to actually be built in many cases, like in a weekend, at least to get, you know, early prototypes going. Yeah. And I think you just kind of answered, because I was thinking of another scenario of Brad, you know, if him and I are connected somewhere with both our membership sites and they drop Brad's, then it sounds like they could still come to mine, get a deal or if somebody got a deal because they dropped Brad's membership, but they could still get a deal at Bob's and I could almost in a way he's upselling them back because it's like, Hey, thanks to Brad and you hanging out with Brad for a year. Now you got this great membership. So maybe you should go visit Brad again type of thing. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Or, or you give them an even, even bigger discount if they drop Brad, which is, you know, something yeah. I think, I think would probably happen more often. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a more likely scenario. <laughs> I mean, but there, that's the funny thing about NFTs. Like people are experimenting all the time and not to say Un unlock does all of this stuff, but I mean, there's people out there like, Hey, if you buy 10 of these really cheap ones I released and burn all 10 of them, then you'll get this super rare one that I made. And only a few people did it because it's a bit of a process, you know? So it's like, it's a bit of the wild west too, and how some of these things are going to interact. Cause you could say, Hey, we'll give you something if you ditch our competitor and we can validate that on the blockchain. That's a, it's an interesting space. Right. And we're just, we're just scraping the surface here of just getting the idea of logging into a site with a wallet, which I love get rid of accounts. My wallet is my account. I don't need to log in with Facebook or Twitter or make a new account. I can just log in with my wallet. I love that. Um, and the idea of just understanding NFT is a token and it's proof of ownership. So you can prove you own something and that could unlock some doors. So that's really just scraping the surface of all the possibilities of 
just web three, which is a big, like you said, it's, it's a big, there's a lot that falls under web three, but this is a really, really exciting area of it is that digital ownership and what we can do with it on the web. Yep. Yeah. And it's, yeah. And it's just, you know, I have not felt this kind of energy in the space since, you know, the early, early blog and early podcast stuff, because we've got a bunch of folks who are just trying stuff out and seeing what works. And some of it's going to be awesome. And some of it's going to be yet another learning experience and that's okay. But this idea that the individuals who are participating literally get some aspect of ownership is very different than, you know, what we, what we've had before the fact that we can now, you know, through these kinds of technologies, you don't need to have someone in the middle who's mediating these transactions or deciding what's okay, what's not. If you are a creator and you want to offer a membership directly to your fans, you can do that. You can have that connection to those fans irrespective of platform. So one of the the big things that we hear a lot is, you know, the only reason I still am on Facebook is that's where I set up my Facebook groups for my community. And I there's just no feasible way to move those folks somewhere else because I would have to rebuild those memberships, if you will, from scratch. And in this case, if it was done using something like Unlock, it is literally trivial to say, okay, community, we're meeting on this website. And if the website supports um, Unlock, as a protocol that works, or we're meeting at this restaurant or meeting at this club, all of those things, again, they just work out of the box and the tether, the connection is between the creator or the community convener and the members or fans. And it's totally portable. It's, it's the connection between the, the humans as opposed to being mediated by whatever platform is, is in the middle that is managing membership. It's interesting, and it, it almost entices, and I think of you know, the the audience of Woo Builders. I mean, as as this transpires, it seems like it's at least important to have the basic understanding because you know I could see somebody say, "Hey, you know, I heard Chris talking about this on Do the Woo," and you know, I was thinking. Is this something, you know, this sounds intriguing because I have a membership site and everything. So um, probably word of advice to builders is to at least be aware of what's going on. And, you know, because you either kind of got to start to embrace it or you got to either or say that, yeah, you know, I pass on somebody mentioned blockchain. I pass on it and say, you know, find somebody that knows what they're talking about um, or doing actually. So it's a, yeah, it's a brings up a lot of um, interesting stuff. And that's why I have people like you on here for, I don't have to learn it all and you can explain it. And I figure if I have enough of you people talking about it, I'll eventually really get it. And yeah, I'm telling you, Bob, Bob, Bob WP NFT, it rhymes. So it clearly needs to happen. Yeah, <laughs> it does. And that could unlock the doors to all sorts of things and, yeah. you know, do the woo world. So exactly. Yeah. yeah so yeah, this was really great. Um, I guess it's time to wrap it up, right, Bob? So, Chris, why don't you tell everyone where people can find you online and, and definitely where they can find the, the Unlock Protocol? 
Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I'm super accessible on Twitter and all the things at, at CCarfy and unlock on Twitter is at unlock protocol altogether. And you can go to unlock dash protocol.com. Uh, we've got a super active discord community as well and creators and developers and interested folks feel free to hop in the discord and we've got lots of, uh, lots of friendly folk in the community who are happy to, uh, answer any questions. Excellent. Well, I, I guess if, depending where you are on the, the side of the fence on this topic, um, I'm sure you'll be hearing more about it. You know, we may have Chris back, um, several months down the road and see how things are going with that. Who knows what will have transpired by then, but, um, yeah, I certainly think you will, um, be hearing more about web three and NFTs and all that good stuff here on do the woo. And, and if Brad actually, you know, pushes me enough and helps me, who knows about that, you know, who Bob knows? WP NFT, so <laughs> who knows? Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you for the uh, invitation. Great to see you both. Hey everyone, Bob WP here. And thanks again for tuning into today's show. I'd like to give one more shout out to our two pod friends. With the GoDaddy Pro Hub, from a single dashboard, you will have control over your client size, products, and projects in one seamless experience. Just visit dothewoo.io slash hub. And for those times when you need that specific plugin for a client site, consider heading on over to yiththemes.com and check out their over 100 WooCommerce plugins. Also make sure to follow us on Twitter at dothewoo on the podcast here on the site, dothewoo.io, or on your favorite podcast app. Until the next time, keep on doing the woo.